Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And this episode, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, one of the, uh, arguably one of the, the best uh, action thriller films um, that have been made in the last um, the last thirty years. Um, uh, it's a film that uh, it really is a, a standout film. For the uh, the producer of the film, uh, which is of course Jerry Bruckheimer, uh, who's made some uh, really uh, re- recognisable and remembered and um, bombastic and um, action-packed uh, films um, that um, are yeah well known the world over. Um, such films as uh, Top Gun, The Rock, a uh, personal favourite film of mine, Crimson Tide, uh, Armageddon, Enemy of the State, Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor, Beverly Hills Cop, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, franchise, um, also the producer of the, the CSI franchise of TV shows, and as I say, he's well known for making films that um, have these uh, very... Um, action-packed storylines with some very memorable characters and the film that I'm talking about today Con Air which came out in 1997 uh, which was directed by um, Simon West um, who you may know as uh, the director of uh, uh, Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider film The Mechanic uh, The Expendables 2 and um, and Conair stars, uh, of course, uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, um, Ving Rhames, Colm Meany, uh, McKelty Williamson, uh, Dave Chappelle, Rachel Tocotin, Danny Trejo, uh, Nick Chinland, Jesse Borrego, Jose uh, Zunega, and uh, Monica Potter. And... Um, it tells the story of um, Cameron Poe, uh, who uh, has been honourably discharged uh, from the army. He was previously an, an army ranger sergeant, uh, and he's uh, planning. He's when we first meet him at the beginning of the film, he's returning home to his pregnant wife, um, Trisha Poe, um, uh, who is uh, pregnant with uh, his. Um, his daughter Casey, um, who has been out uh, serving uh, in several combat deployments during Operation Desert Storm um, during the uh, the Iraq War. Um, however, uh, he finds himself getting into an altercation with uh, a drunken man outside um, the uh, 
the bar where he's meeting his wife, um, Trisha, and he unintentionally ends up killing the man um, uh, who were planning to attack Trisha, uh, cost her, but they had no idea who uh, Cameron Poe was. Uh, he's played by Nicolas Cage, um, great, one of, one of his most recognisable and uh, um, famous roles. Um, and uh, yeah, so he kills this one of the men and uh he's sentenced to um to prison uh he's sentenced to seven to ten years in prison um and uh, over the course of his prison term he's constantly sending uh letters back and forth to his wife trisha and also to his newborn daughter casey um and uh the the uh the communications that go back and forth are really sweet and Cameron's always saying that he's always thinking about uh, his wife Trisha who he calls his hummingbird and and Casey who's constantly asking who's never met uh, Cameron Poe who Cameron Poe's never met because um, she was she wasn't even born when he um, he got sent to prison however eight years later uh, Cameron Poe's paroled and um, he uh, boards a flight um, to Alabama, uh, aboard the plane, it's called the, the Jailbird, which is a Fairchild C-123 provider, which has been converted into a flying prison transport. Um, he's accompanied um, by his uh, diabetic cellmate and friend, uh, Mike Babio Odell, uh, who's being transferred to another prison. Um, and, um, and also, uh, there are to be other prisoners that are being, that to be picked up along the way who are to be, um, transferred to, um, another, uh, prison. And, um, the, the whole, uh, operation is being overseen by the U.S. Marshal, uh, Vince Larkin, uh, who's played by John Cusack, uh, and among the um, the other prisoners are some very are prisoners who are uh, guilty of many crimes such as um, rape, um, assault, murder. Um, very dangerous people. Um, and uh, um, another DEA agent um, is uh, is placed with the prisoners. Uh, to go undercover to get information from uh, drug lord uh, Francisco uh, Sindino, uh, um, who's uh, going to be aboard the going to be aboard the plane, uh, who's played by uh, Jesse Borrego. Um, but uh, the prisoners um, who are uh, led. By um, John Malkovich's character Cyrus the Virus Grissom, um, has a, a plan with um, uh, the other some of the other inmates, um, uh, most notably uh, Ving Rhames, uh, played by Nathan uh, Diamond Dog Jones, and also uh, Danny uh, Treo's character Johnny Johnny Twenty Three. Barker, um, 
and um, they pick up a, a pilot along the way uh, who's played by MC Gainey uh, he plays the, the character of Earl Swamp Thing Williams um, and yeah so there's most of the people most of the, the inmates who are being transferred to this uh, new Supermax prison um, are uh, very dangerous but they've they've already planned to um to take um take everybody uh on board uh hostage uh that those that are working the law enforcement take them hostage take over the plane hijack the inmates um and fly um to um Carson airport uh where um uh, they are going to um, change planes and they're going to uh, find a way to to escape basically um, and they uh, are tracked the entire way by uh, uh, by um, John Cusack's character Vince Larkin and by uh, Colin Meany's um, character DE agent Duncan Malloy and um, and yeah, so when they find out what's happened, um, they realise that uh, the inmates have taken over the plane. It's uh, all hell breaks loose, um, and uh, there are several uh, firefights. There is a, a chase to get the all the inmates back. Um, um, but the whole the whole time, uh, Cameron Poe he doesn't want anything to do with it. He's just on his way home to see his uh, see his daughter, see his um, see his wife, who he's been looking forward to. Um, he's bought a, a bunny uh, rabbit uh, toy for his daughter Casey, um, and that, that's all he wants. You know, um, he's he looks different than when he went in than before he went into prison. He has longer hair now. He has a beard. You know he's um, a lot more uh, rough and ready than when um, uh, his wife Trisha last saw him when he was wearing his uh, um, before he went into prison and he, before, when he was in the army. So um, yeah, he he wants it. He doesn't want any part of this this hijacking, and he tries to uh, keep himself at a distance. But then he comes to realize that. Um, he needs to stop um, them from doing what they, they plan to do. Um, um, and he has to try and lie to uh, make out like he is one of them. So he makes out that he uh, has been in prison for 15 years and he's this, you know, this notorious killer. And um, so that they, they, all the other inmates will think that he's, he's one of them, but in reality he's just trying to uh survive just long enough just just get back to his his wife and daughter cause that's all that matters to him and the the symbol of this uh rabbit that he bought for his um for his daughter uh Casey is is a symbol and it's it's something that keeps him going um and uh that's why it's and it's Within his uh, personal possessions, uh, in a box, uh, um, in a cargo hold of the of the the jailbird prison plane, um, 
but um yeah it's a it's a symbol that uh that keeps him keeps him going because he knows that uh he's going to uh be reunited with his um with his wife and daughter very soon but it, because of this um the hijacking it's it's put that at threat um potential threat but um yeah there's some really uh one thing that I love about Con Air is that it's big bombastic uh and it doesn't take itself too seriously but it's it's very simple it's a simple film really it's about a guy this man uh who just wants to get back to his family uh and he's a convict but you know he um he just wants to get back to his family and he just finds himself brought in uh, caught up in in this this what's going on and but it, it it's it's very funny it's very entertaining a lot of explosions a lot of um great character moments and it's so funny um some great quotes from it especially from Cameron Poe and revolving around the the bunny um um and uh, yeah, he has some great quotes, and I I would think Nicolas Cage must have had a ball making this film. Uh, you know, just to, to let himself just be free and not take himself too seriously. Um, and uh, yeah, he has some great action action beats um, where he he gets to 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 fight back against the um, uh, the other prisoners and. Uh, work with um, uh, John um, Cusack's character uh, John Cusack uh, in, re comes to realise after talking to um, uh, Cameron Poe's um, wife uh, Trisha Poe who's played by Monica Potter uh, and after meeting um, uh, Casey Poe who's played by uh, Landry Albright comes to realise that that Cameron Poe's not going to be wouldn't be a part of this um, what's going on, uh, and that um, and also uh, Cameron finds a way of getting a message to um, uh, John Cusack's character Vince Larkin uh, um, via a, um, a a dead. Uh, one of the dead bodies that are uh, found in the the undercarriage, um, and he he writes a message on one of the uh, on on this on the shirt of this um, the body that he finds, and he, he ends up uh, dropping the plane the the body from the plane, and it ends up landing on a um, on a uh, unsuspecting um, car that's been driven by this. Um, by this couple, uh, it's a really uh, funny scene. It just it comes out of nowhere, and um, and yeah, so uh, he gets to find out what's going on. Vince Larkin, uh, John Cusack's character, gets to find out what's going on. That Cameron Poe is working, wanting to work with him to to help him um, find a way to resolve what's going on. This hijacking. Um, and this is what leads them to to work together um, on um, in their own way, 
working uh, from opposite sides uh, and coming together. Um, and yeah, it's just just oh such a very really entertaining film that um is uh just full of so many moments um and as you 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 know you 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 feel captivated by all these characters because they're all dangerous characters they're all capable of doing you know these things that um they're they're, they're killers they're abusers and um they they just want to find a way to to get away and to break free and they they're constantly suspicious of uh, Cameron Poe because he he can't he makes out uh that he's one of them that he's just as dangerous and um as they are but really as i say all he wants to do is just get back to his family but he has to play a part he has to make them believe that he's he's one of them but they're constantly suspicious of him and um they eventually uh discover that um he's not one of them and um and he realizes that some um especially the um the character of uh, Cyrus the virus played by John Malkovich he um confronts uh Cameron confronts everybody on board in fact and um he uh he 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 says that someone's alerted the the authorities someone told them about what was going to happen that there was going to be this rendezvous that they were uh, going to switch planes and get away um and that he knows it wasn't a coincidence, and um, it's brought to his attention um, that uh, Cameron uh, has a daughter, has a wife waiting for him, and uh, he brings up the he's given the the bunny that he that Cameron had bought for uh, um, for his his daughter, and. Uh, he uh he can he tries to flush out Cameron and uh eventually Cameron does uh admit that it was him and uh as again with the the, the bunny that as i say symbolizes his daughter and his constant need to go back um he sees that um Cyrus uh is holding the bunny and um he says, um, "Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box?" And um, then he, then, from then on, he's, he's, um, he doesn't stop himself from uh, trying to override the authority of um, Cyrus and uh, try and find a way to get the plane down. Um, and uh, the military, the DEA, have got helicopters and they're trying to shoot down the plane um if they can't get it to land and they have a pre-arranged landing site that they hope that the the plane can land on but uh uh unfortunately um doesn't go to plan and the the jailbird um uh plane um makes its way to uh Las Vegas even flies over the Las Vegas strip um 
and um, it has to make its landing actually on the Las Vegas Strip and there's a great deal of um, hysteria and destruction uh, several of the prisoners are, are killed uh, some as a result of Cameron Poe some as a result of the of the crash um, but after the crash um, some of the surviving um, uh, inmates convicts uh, tried to make an escape um, on a, a fire truck uh, but Poe Cameron Poe sees sees them escaping and he um, uh, attempts to pursue them with um, uh, Vince Larkin, uh, John Cusack's character, on um, some police motorcycles and they chase them through the streets and um, uh, eventually Cameron Poe uh, ends up finding his way onto the fire truck and uh, he incapacitates Cyrus the virus after uh, getting into um, a fight with him and uh, there is um, yeah explosions and um, cars destroyed and uh, police bikes um, police officers um, thrown off their bikes and yeah this was definitely a film that was uh, made for um, uh, stunt performers and um, yeah um, Dump men, um, because it was, it was there was just something going on uh, more or less in every every scene, um, especially towards the end of the film. Um, but yeah, apparent uh, um, at the end of the film, um, those that uh, did get away, the convicts that did survive, uh, are reapprehended. Um, but, uh, Cyrus the Boris, he, uh, he is unlucky, uh, and he finds his, himself, um, in fact being crushed by a pile driver, uh, when he's thrown from the, uh, the fire truck. So, yeah, he doesn't make it. Um, um, but yeah, at the end of the film, um, Cameron Poe, uh, is eventually uh, reunited with his wife Trisha, and he finally gets to meet his um, his daughter Casey, uh, who have been taken to the Las Vegas Strip um, because the whole time you know the DEA and the authorities have been pursuing the the jailbird plane and everybody on board, and they know that Cameron's on there. He's been working to to help stop uh, the, the 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 convicts, the inmates. And, uh, yeah, it's a really touching scene, um, very poetic as well, uh, a lot of poet poetry, uh, I'll have to say, in the, the imagery of the, of the film, um, and, uh, Poe, uh, Cameron gets to give the, the toy rabbit that he, uh, had, uh, bought for Casey, um, and, uh, um, yeah, it's just, a brilliant moment um and we also see that one of the criminals um that had been unaccounted for in the crash uh by the name of uh, garland uh green uh is played by steve Brasemi. um he uh has found his way into one of the uh the casinos and he's uh 
uh, seen gambling and um, he seems to have uh, got away and uh, not been brought back to prison. Uh, but yeah, um, and as I say, great, great film. Um, very poetic, uh, as I said. Um, you know, there's the the scene at the um, at the at the beginning of the film. We 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 hear um, uh, Leanne Rhymes singing "How Do I Live," um, uh, as uh, performed by. Um, Trisha Yearwood for the film, but it plays right at the beginning of the film when uh, Cameron Poe is is there. He's talking to his wife Trisha in in the bar there at the beginning of the film, and right at the end of the film, um, we we hear the same uh, song playing when he gets to meet uh, Trisha again and Casey for the first time. Um, and uh they had some other really great soundtrack to the film as well um uh great to hear um uh uh linrid's um uh Skyyard's, um sweet home alabama um and yeah just a really uh really uh, uh highly um bombastic and uh emotionally charged uh soundtrack that's um really really just yeah enjoyable and um you know i'm i'm not sure how many people uh, like the film but for me i i think it's just great um and it's just one of those films like a lot of the um, uh, you know action films they're not meant to be critiqued and thought over and and looked at as if they're this um revolutionary piece of piece of art but they are in their way because they tell such a great story and it's comic book and it's action-packed and these the characters get to survive in such a way um that uh is sometimes not it is unnatural not believable but entertaining and that's what films are supposed to be about you, you know um and you can get some people can get very snobbery over films they can say well this isn't you know they they think of it as if they they try and compare all films to each other and compare the different films on on their merits and they say well this film's better than that film and and who it's who's to say that who's to say that a film is better than another film i think con air is a great film and i like all kinds of films from all different um uh, ends of the spectrum you know i like a film that has a great story has great characters has memorable moments and and most importantly entertains because that's what a film should do it should entertain if you feel like you're getting bored while you're watching a film or you're not being entertained then you might as well just listen to the radio or listen to a, a song and um or an album because the films are a um a visual medium and they attract people because they want to see something that they've never seen before. 
and that's why people like to watch action films. That like people, why people want to watch scary movies. They want to be entertained. They want to see their uh, senses taken for uh, for a ride. Um, and uh, that's something that's that's uh, action films and thrillers, uh, uh, such as Con Ed do and what uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is uh, a master of making these films that uh, are remembered um, because they're they're just they're just great films that you can just kick back watch enjoy and not take too seriously um, and um, yeah and like you know director Michael Bay he's he's the same he, he's um, he makes films like that, um, and they have great soundtracks. They, have, they attract great character, great character actors. Um, they have great character moments, and they make they make a lot of money because they 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 know people. When people go to watch these films, they know what they're getting, and uh, they're not disappointed. And in fact, they're thoroughly entertained. And that's that's the point of of films, um, and uh, yeah, and an actor like um, uh, like Nicolas Cage, who has played all kinds of characters, you know, from romantic um, films to action thrillers to you know psychological thrillers. Um, you know, he's he's a chameleon uh, who can play. Uh, any kind of uh, any kind of character, and uh, I, I think he's a great actor. I think, it, and the fact that he's willing to do anything shows that he's a team player, and uh, that's what you've got to be if you're working on a film. Everybody's got to be a, a part of the team. Um, everybody from the director to the producers to the writers to the the actors. Um, and have a good time while you're watching it, um, as well as while you're, you're making it, because it's, uh, um, and some of the, the most, um, most, uh, highly regarded and well-known, um, uh, action films are those films that people come back to time and again and are remembered, because they have characters in them are, who are, um, you know, take people away from, um, reality, and that's what films uh, films do, and they 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 entertain in in, in such a way that um, you you can leave um, uh, you can leave an experience after watching a film in a in a movie theater or at, well at home, and uh, and leave with a smile on your face, or be taken aback and think, wow, that was a film that I'll I won't forget, um, and uh, there's so many films like that, and Conair is one of them. So if you've never seen the film, if you never even considered the film, perhaps you might you might think you might have thought previously that it wasn't a film for you. Maybe you feel like you don't like action films. Um, give it a give it a chance, give it a go, because uh, it's uh, and for me it doesn't age. I mean, it came out in 1997. Uh, now here we are in 2021, and uh, it's a film that's still um, 
it still delivers what it says on the tin, as as the old saying goes. It's um, and uh, it's it's really well done, really well done. So give it a go if you've never seen Con Air. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, Nicolas Cage is great, um, and it's just it's worth watching just to see Nicolas Cage with long hair and a beard and uh, you know. Um, just trying to find any which way he can just get back back home to his wife and daughter and uh all concerned all characters all the actors uh are just over the top in some cases uh and that's that that's where their their charm lies i guess um and you you, you do constantly when you watch it i watched it again uh yesterday and uh you know i'd forgotten how um how entertaining it was and and uh how much uh you, you really root for Cameron Poe the whole way through just to get so he can get back to his daughter get back to his wife uh you know get the bunny back to his, his daughter uh but yeah yeah so I think I'm gonna leave it there for now uh so yeah once again if you haven't seen Con Air watch Con Air it's uh really entertaining and uh um yeah and enjoy but yeah so i say uh i think i'm gonna leave it there for now uh i just want to say thank you for listening uh hope you like what you heard and i'll talk to you again soon if you like what you heard in uh this episode of uh the mark hastings experience um and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon, and you'll find um, all ten of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences, um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast, then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet. And uh, your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Um, but uh, as I was saying, I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode. Um, and I'll talk to you again soon.